pulse rifles and plasma grenades after action report. Stargate 1, Season 2, Episode 8, Family. Little, uh, little SAR extraction mission here with a friendly composition of SG-1 in its full force of four bodies and three local insurgents, a.k.a. the Jaffa Rebellion. Uh, enemy composition was Apophis' Jaffa forces. Unknown composition, we never really run into more than a couple of uh, guards. And it, like I said, it's a uh, SAR or uh, extraction mission, search and rescue or extraction there. So Braytac, who is definitely one of my favorite uh, folks in the wise old mentor archetype, shows up and dumps some bad news, because that's how every episode starts with SG-1. Every episode starts with bad news. Whether it's an impending alien invasion or a really annoying Washington senator that you have to give a brief to. That episode almost got its own after-action report because, well, briefing leadership really does go like that, and that's pure military BS. <laughs> so, like I was saying, Braytac shows up with some bad news, prompting Teal'c and SG-1 to return to Chulak and rescue Ryak. There's a lot of at the end of uh, a lot of these Jaffa words here. Uh, but Ryak has been taken by Apophis. Big surprise there. So this time, SG-1 actually does, you know, dress to infiltrate and launches knockout gas ahead of themselves, you know, doing proper infiltration into hostile territory as one should without any sort of advanced reconnaissance. And uh, I'm guessing maybe they caught some flack from their military advisors for the prior episode, Thor's Chariot, the last after action we did. Uh, definitely, there is a more tactical infiltration mindset approach to this episode, trying to draw less attention. That said, however, even if they picked up all the evidence of their entry, you know, like the gas canisters and stuff, the Jaffa at the gate would likely still sound the alarm, and every house would end up getting searched prior to what triggers all the house searching later. Uh, SG-1, to their credit, does keep the garb of their enemy uh, for sound cover, and they use Jaffa weapons throughout most of the episode. Yeah, they tried. Uh, we soon discover Teal'c's son, Ryak, has uh, gone severely Stockholm, uh, probably due to some advanced gold brainwashing techniques. So, um, I don't know. As a dad, I can't really blame Teal'c for not giving up on his kid. I don't know many parents who would. There's uh, a little bit of reliance on the growing, you know, three strong Jaffa rebel underground, you know. Really, really growing movement there, uh, Braytac. You know, it's not until the, uh, the Gould gets some severe thrashing, I think, in like season three or four, where we really see the Jaffa underground start to spring up. But, uh, you know, it fails when uh, Frotac turns on them. Fucking Jody motherfucker sleeping with, uh, you know, Teal'c's wife. On that note, I'm still in disbelief that uh, Braytac never got outed as a rebel, even this early, because, uh, you know, he, he did quite some sh shady stuff, uh, even at the end of uh, season one. Uh, multiple fails on the extract lead to an eventual, eventual ambush of a small guard detachment and gate out despite uh, Jack's well-placed suspicion and trepidation. The only reason they succeeded, despite probably overwhelming enemy forces, is that they were never required to engage anything other than a small guard element. Probably because Apophis wanted... Well, we find out that Apophis did want them to get away. Um, you know, definitely tips a nod at the gold dedication to deceit and subterfuge there. Uh, through multiple attempts um, at their own infiltration and hidden surprises, I guess they really love Trojan horses, uh, the Gaul. Um, you know, that whole bomb in the chest of the kid thing uh, a couple episodes back prior to that. And uh, they just generally like, you know, being slimy like the snakes they are. 
Uh, Ryak ends up being part petulant nine-year-old, part uh, enemy sleeper agent. Fairly believable for anyone who's ever been the parent of a nine-year-old boy. Uh, fortunately, Teal's baby mama caught on when they went to medical. Like all good military wives, she had the kid's medical record memorized and realized the kid had more teeth than he should have. They swooped in, bioweapon was neutralized, and child therapy and deprogramming, deprogramming techniques step in to save the kid. Ah, taking your kids to medical, it doesn't change. It really doesn't. They either have cyanide in their teeth, or, uh, you know, a plague weapon, or, um, you know, their class 4 dental. Go figure. Brush your teeth, kids. Pulse rifles and plasma grenades after action report.